Has come it's been a long, long time back since February, right around Valentine's Day, I believe, is when the NFL season was over. But now, here on September 9th, my sister's birthday, shout out to my sister. Uh, we are back, episode 40, and it's the NFL kickoff Thursday night football special, whatever you want to call this thing. NFL football is back. I am so excited. I know my two fellow partners are as well, Justin and Chad. How excited are you that NFL football is back? Incredibly excited, Steve. Can't wait to get into it. Chad, how about you? You know, excited. I'm pretty excited. Uh, I, I, I smell some fake enthusiasm in there, Chad. Each year, I'm going to get more and more into, into it. Yeah. And I don't know. But, but if, you're not even, if you're not even a football fan, you're still going to like, just like the anticipation of like the first week of NFL football. Absolutely. Just like they, I, I'm always excited when the first NBA week kicks off. You know what I mean? Loves the the, the season openers, especially now. It's, is it on Christmas or is it back to October? Yeah, I don't even know. What is that? The NBA. Like I was saying I, I get excited when the NBA starts, but I don't even know. We'll it be starts. back on regular time. Which is. Shoot, I don't know. October? Probably it's around yeah. Halloween is the first game, I think, usually. Perfect. Now, see, we're going to think about it. We're going to have a time when we're going to have college football, NFL football, NBA basketball, and Major League Baseball playoffs going on at one time. Isn't that exciting? That's called every other year except for 2020. Well, you know what? We've been deprived of it for a year, so I'm excited for it to come back, okay? Uncle COVID's out there, okay? Delta, get out. And the Mew variant? What variant? Mew. Nah. Nah. We're back, baby. Sports is back. So... But NFL football is back, too, and that's what we're really going to be talking about today. Primary focus of our show, um, talking about some NFL football here, especially our Brownies going to, going back at it Sunday, kicking off the season against Kansas City Chiefs. But uh, that leads me into my first um, – or our poll question, rather, which is uh, outside uh, – as Chad puts on the Chief Wahoo hat, a nice hat. I wish I had one of those still. Uh, I'd probably get uh, screamed at if I wore one. So, you know, I guess I just got to keep that in the closet. But uh, – Anyway, let's get back to our poll questionnaire. Uh, our poll question for the day and for you two as well, outside of the Browns, because obviously we're, we're pumped to watch our Brownies hit the field again. But outside of that, what game this weekend are you most excited to watch? I'll start with Chad first. Tonight's game. We're recording this on a Thursday. I don't know if we'll get out on a Thursday. I, I assume we'll get out on a I'll Thursday. Get on the, I'll get it out. Um, so it's the game you're going to be watching tonight. Dallas and, and Tampa Bay, my boy. One of my favorite players in the NFL, Dak Prescott, is actually healthy and, and back playing again. It'll be interesting to see, too. Just, you know, a team that comes off a Super Bowl win. I know, understand you're going against Tom Brady, but there have been teams that have had, you know, I don't know, shaky starts, I guess. Um, I, don't know, I think overall this will be a good game. I think a lot of people are looking at it like it's going to be a wash. Um, I think Dallas got considerably better in the offseason. Tampa Bay, we all know they're still a powerhouse as before, but I think it would be a better game than people think. So I'm going to go with this first one. Yeah. And how about you, Justin? What game's piquing your interest? Um, so I like Chad's game that he picked out of the game tonight. I'll be watching too. Uh, that'll be a good one with Mr. Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. playing quarterback. Um, but another interesting one I really like for this week is going to be Steelers-Bills. 
Um, that should be a good one. I was, I'm a fan of the bills. You know, we had the little, um, bit of time where our fans got together and are, are friendly and everything. So, and I'd like to see them beat the Steelers uh, right out of the gate. So that would be my pick, but also actually I want to make a, another note, Trevor Lawrence, has he been named the starter? Yes. Okay. So his uh, debut against Houston is another one to watch, you know, just to see a, a new rookie quarterback. Also the New York Jets, you know, I got Zach Wilson starting out. I think the Jets, they're playing, uh, who are the Jets play? I don't even know. I forget off the top of my head. I'm trying to think. Um, that's sad. That Panthers. I don't know that. Panthers. That's right. Jets. Oh, whoa, whoa. Sam Darnold taking on his former team week one. That's something. Wow. Didn't even realize that. I, that's, that's a little storyline right there. Snooze. Um, yeah, very. Um, my game, I'm going to keep my eye on. I don't know why it's piquing my interest, but it's just something about it. I'm, I'm looking forward to the Chargers and Washington game. Uh, Chargers having to go from West Coast to East Coast week one. I think Washington's defense is built uh, extremely well. They're a top five defense in the NFL, in my opinion. Uh, and I just, I'm just i curious to see how Justin Herbert looks in his uh, first start of his second season on the road, uh, long travel, things like that. So I'm looking forward to that game. I think the matchups are going to be, be really interesting. I think it's going to be one of the best games of the weekend. So Chargers Better. and, and Washington. He better look good. He's my starting quarterback in one of my leagues. By the way, uh, speaking of Tom Brady, or excuse me, Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr., uh, in all three of the fantasy leagues I'm in, I didn't choose it. Like, I, there was only one time I really chose it, but it just so happened that Tom Brady uh, is my quarterback in all three of my fantasy leagues. So, um, not a bad bet. It's not. I mean, he's the best player of all time, 44 years old, and he's still slinging that thing around like he's 25 years old. So, you know, it's just. He's not a bad bet. He's a safe option, especially with all the talent around him. So we'll see how it works out this year. Um, that's interesting. Hey, that Bill Steelers game, Justin. That's going to be. Uh, that's going to be a. I'm curious to see how Pittsburgh does running the football this year. You know, Najee Harris now there in Pittsburgh. Um, how's that offensive line going to look? You know, that's going to be curious. How's how his Buffalo? Our team's going to figure out Buffalo because he didn't really run the ball well last year. So it was a lot of Josh Allen. Josh Allen. So. We'll see how it goes this season, but hopefully the Bills do it. Um, so let's dive into some things here. Um, obviously, we'll, we'll, we'll start by getting the obvious thing out of the way. We need to talk about our Browns, right? It's been a long time. The last time we saw the Browns hit the field outside of the preseason, obviously, was against Kansas City Chiefs, AFC Divisional Round, um, in which uh, damn Chad Henney. <sighs> damn it. Chad people named Chad. Man. I know. All these people named Chad. Oh, my God. Um, but Chad Henney beat the Browns in the fourth quarter after we knocked Patrick Mahomes out of the game. Now we get uh, take the Chiefs back on again. Um, revamped defense for the Browns. Uh, added a couple pieces on the offensive end. And uh, Justin, if you're looking at this matchup, how are the Browns going to? Because right now the Chiefs are favored by six and a half. How are the Browns going to be able to uh, at least cover, if not beat the Chiefs, Week One? What's the one main primary focus they're going to have to do? Well, I think we all saw in the Super Bowl what happens when you put constant duress, not just, you know, we're pressuring Mahomes here and there. Uh, Tampa Bay harassed Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl and had him on his back many times. So uh, that would be one way to do it. And I think the Browns can do it with a healthy Miles Garrett coming back, um, looking better than ever, along with Jadavian Clowney in addition, some more um, defensive line additions, a whole revamp defense. Uh, if the coverage is good, the sacks will also come because if nobody's open, he's got to hold the ball longer. So that's one way to do it. Uh, offensively, keep the ball on the ground. Um, try to get Nick Chubb uh, 
going early. I know they, they like to save him for the fourth quarter and things like that, but get him going early, uh, connect with Kareem Hunt on some some swing plays, mix him in there, and then, um, you know, just stick to Stefanski's plan on offense. And um, you never know how the Browns are going to come out week one. We've seen it before. They got tossed around by um, Tennessee a few years ago when we had all this hype. But I think it's a different team now, and um, they'll be, be able to make it a game for sure, and uh, I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah, and for you, buddy, if you're looking at the Browns, it could be offense or defense, even special teams. Never know who's going to be that X factor for the Browns in order for them to get the week one win. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm I'm looking at the secondary as a whole, you know, not a certain person. Um, because I look at the Chiefs, the players on the outside for the Chiefs, and they all they're just all speed. Uh, you got Tyreek Hill, of course, uh, McCole Hardman. Both two speedy wide receivers. I think the majority of what Justin said was like you have to keep Patrick Mahomes contained, and to the point of he's not a very, you know, he's not a deep threat as a runner, but contained as in, you know, get into him and and put him in a, under a little pressure. Uh, as you know, our secondary was has gotten completely better than they were last year, and I think it'll be a deciding factor against one of the best offenses in the league. So that's why I'm gonna I'll be paying attention to that to that uh, aspect the most. You know, and then uh, I'm also curious with uh, our new kicker now, Cody Park, he had a season-ending quad injury, so the Browns cut him. And uh, so now it's Chase McLaughlin, who I picked up in one of my fantasy leagues. I have faith in him. Um, do you think Chase McLaughlin's going to be our kicker for the whole year, or is it going to be kind of like one of those Austin Cyber kind of kind of kickers where he's there for a couple weeks and then we cut him? You know, I hope not. But, um, you know, just curious to see how he does. Um, for me, X factor wise, if I'm talking as somebody who's going to make a real impact, I got to see somebody like Rashard Higgins or Donovan Peoples Jones. You know what I mean? I mean, those two guys are are really dynamic wide receivers, and they're going to have slot corners, nickel corners on them. I think that's an opportunity for them to get some mismatches and one on ones. And Baker loves to throw to those two guys, so I'm, I'm hoping that uh, we can get those guys involved. You know, and hopefully the offense can keep the same rhythm that it had with Odell Beckham on the field. I know that's been a uh, a criticism of the Browns in the past is that they don't look the same with Odell on the field, but I don't know. I'm just not convinced that he makes the team worse. You know, I mean, Justin, does that make sense? How does it make sense that people could say the Browns are worse with Odell Beckham? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that's something we talked about last year It's because I think a part of it was that he, him being on the field uh, put something in Baker's head, at least, you know, saying I have this guy on the field. I need to throw to him more, which is not necessarily the case all the time. And it, um, put him in a position where he would force balls that don't need to go there sometimes. So that's that's the argument behind that. But like you said, logically, it doesn't make any sense when you have you know, the best receiver on your team on the field. Your team is better. Um, you just need to kind of see the results of that in other places. Right. So, you know, I, I just – I hope he has a really – maybe he'll win comeback player of the year, I hope. I mean, that would be great. You know, I, I want to see a guy – him – really flourish in our offense because I feel like we finally got a good system going you know I, I don't believe that you know during the Freddie Kitchen and Hugh Jackson era he was or was he with Hugh Jackson yeah he was yep. yeah he was the very that beginning right and then Hugh got fired after that week eight game um you know he's playing a very shambles you know system here in Cleveland so now that Stefanski's here and they've got gotten things settled down and they have an efficient team going I, I really want to see how he does 
you know, because this could be a make it or break it year for him on the Browns, you know, because they're paying him a lot of money. So let's just hope he he can go out and do his job well and play like his contract, right? So um, we'll see. You know, obviously he has a lot of money. He invests, invested $2 million into his teeth. I don't know if you saw that. See that, Chad? Are you ever going to get $2 million teeth? Hey, veneers are veneers, bro. If I was rich, I'd do it too. I mean, he's got – He's got quite a smile going on out there. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. You know, I mean, I can't wait. I mean, I know, Chad, you're, I don't know if you're the biggest Browns fan or at least the biggest Browns fan as I am and Justin and I are. But, uh, man, it's such an exciting time. When they're, when they're good, there's just a different vibe around Cleveland. Ain't, ain't that right? That's right. Mm-hmm. I mean, when the Cavs were good, man, it was fun. It was fun to watch a championship team, especially because we were so – hungry for a championship, but now that the Browns are, are good and, and are talking Super Bowl, man, it's exciting. So but let's just hope that our dreams can become reality, you know? So, yeah, I mean, Justin, do you have like a prediction for the Browns Chiefs game? Do you have a score in mind that you think is going to happen? Do you think the Browns are going to co- at least cover? I mean, I'm not going to be terribly disappointed if they lose because they're playing against the defending AFC champs, but you think they'll yeah. cover? I think they'll cover. I mean, like you're saying, I won't be necessarily disappointed, but like, um, it would kind of bring down the excitement a little bit. I'm so excited. I just want to see them go out there and hit the ground running right away. And then may not happen, but I think they'll cover. Um, you know, why not? I think they'll win. I'll give them. I'll give them 34, 31. Right. I like to hear. That's the spirit. How about you, Chad? What do you think the Browns are going to do week one? Uh we so. The people at work and I all went through like the Brown schedule and we predicted records and they're playing what 17 right this year? 17 With a, games, 18 weeks. Yep. 18 weeks. I had them at I either had them at 12 and 5 or 11 and 6. Um, but this first game I had them losing to to Kansas City. And and I mean, it's it's the first week, and as we know, Kansas City is an elite football team. Um but I mean, I am. I'm getting excited to see him play. Um, there's a there's a few guys on that team that I like, so it'll be fun to watch. You know what? They're going to beat the Chiefs week one. I got to go with my my fandom here. I'm going 34-27. I think the Browns are going to going to beat Kansas City Chiefs. I think Baker Mayfield's going to have a great day, um, and I think we're going to get enough pressure on Mahomes, make him make the one interception in the second half that's going to change the game. And I think the Browns are going to beat him week one and. Uh, it's going to create a whole new vibe and energy in Cleveland. You know, I mean, you got to think they were right there last year. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. and we, I understand we should have beat them. And I understand. I mean, Kansas City got better. I mean, they picked up one of the best offensive linemen in the NFL this offseason from Baltimore. But I think overall, if you're looking at up, upgrades and improvements, the Browns topped what the Chiefs did this offseason. It just now depends on, I guess, performance on the field. Yeah, and also, like, think about this. So, at safety last year, we had Andrew Sandejo, and he played oh. every single defensive snap when he didn't have COVID that one game. Um, look at him now. He's not even on a team. So, that tells you how much improvement we've made on the, the secondary for sure. John Johnson, Ronnie Harrison, Grant Delpit's back. He's healthy again. Greg Newsom. Um, Greg Newsom, the dra- first-round draft pick. Troy Hill, the free agent pickup, led the league in touchdowns last year in individual stats. Um you know, to go to go along with Denzel Ward, you know what I mean? It's exciting. Greedy, yeah. I, I I'm hoping. Look, I I've been critical of Greedy before, but that's because it's been two years. We've only seen him what like six games or something like that. 
I want to see him healthy, be healthy for a full season. I want to see what he does on the field. I have, I, I want to have faith. I have faith. He's a Brown. So let's just see what happens, you know, and then the linebacker core too. I mean, you got Koromoa in there who was supposedly the steal of the draft. We'll see what it translates to on the field. Uh, Anthony Walker's in, in there now you got, you know, Taki Taki, Mac Wilson, when he's not tweeting on Twitter or posting shit on Instagram, you know, stuff that we lost Jacob Phillips, that would have been an even uh, better depth, but you know, next man up, right. Malcolm Smith, this is opportunity to shine. So uh, I'm excited, man. This is, this is first time this in my life. I think the Browns are going to be, be talking Super Bowl, you know, but we'll get to that later on. Um, so that's probably enough for the Browns and Chiefs. Got our predictions out there. Hopefully all our listeners think the Browns are going to win as well. I'm, I'm hopeful. Uh, but it's time to play a little bit of a segment now because we've covered the Browns. we got to talk about the rest of the league going on. Every single team playing week one. No COVID cancellations. No nothing like that. No bullshit anymore. Okay. It's time to play. To hit the gridiron and play some football. Okay. So it's time for a new segment now. This is a new segment on this show. Episode 40. We're implementing a new segment. And it's time to play. <clears throat> It's called Take the Line. We're going a little bit betting style. Las Vegas out here and around the wire. And we're playing Take the Line. And it's simple. I'm going to tell you the line on the game. And you two are going to tell me, are you taking the points? If you were a betting man, would you take the points and the underdog? Or are you going to take the predicted winner? Very simple. Okay. And we're going to go through each of the NFL games. We'll keep it really quick. Should be probably like a five, 10 minute segment. But who knows? Quick show. side note. We as a podcast do not promote gambling. Underage gambling is illegal. Don't do it. Okay. Um, I mean, gambling, really sports bad. gambling is not legal yet in Ohio. So <laughs> I was going to say, don't matter if we're underage or not. It's just not yeah. legal. <laughs> no, but you know what? You want These are all hypothetical. Yeah, this is a hypothetical situation. Okay. We're not actually betting money or else well, we're off the air. Wink, wink. <laughs> what happens under the table stays under the table. Okay. Correct. Anyway, so let's start uh, with the Thursday night game this week. Uh, The Buccaneers are favored by nine points. I'm going to start with Chad because he is the Dak lover here. Are you taking the Cowboys in nine points or are you taking the defending champs? I'm taking the Cowboys. Um... Now, it doesn't mean he thinks they're going to win. It just thinks he's gonna, they're going to cover the night. So that means they could only lose by a touchdown. He would win the bet, just to clarify. I, like I said, I think it's going to be a close game. Um, closer than what people think. Uh, going back last year, we all know how good Dak was before he went down with an injury. Zeke, in my opinion, even with, with what he has, is one of the most consistent running backs in the NFL. Uh, those receivers, they have, they have a core of three of them that come to mind that that are actually pretty solid when you can compare them to any other wide receiving core. Uh, I mean, Tampa Bay's defense is going to be tough, and their and their offense could smoke Dallas. But I think Dallas' offense could keep them in the game tonight. So I'm going to go, yeah, I'm taking Dallas. Not to win, but taking Dallas. Justin, I know you're the Tom Brady fan. What are you going to do here? I think uh, we briefly talked about this yesterday or something. I said Bucks by 40, but I'm going to scale that back a little bit. I think they'll win and cover for sure. Uh, not, I won't be surprised if it's a blowout. Wow. Fair enough. Uh, my, me personally, I'm going to take the Buccaneers as well. I'm going 31-16. I think the Buccaneers come out rolling. I think Dak, it, it, look, I don't think the Cowboys are that bad. Or I don't think it's not me thinking Dak's a bad quarterback. I just think there's some rust. He hasn't really faced some contact yet. I think, you know, Zach Martin's out because of COVID. Their best offensive line, maybe even their best player. So I just think the Cowboys are going to come out. There's going to be some rust. They're going to struggle on the road defending champs. 
Um, so I think 31-16 is a fair score. Just remember the Eagles. What does that have to do? They won the Super Bowl. We're not playing Super Bowl right now. It's week one. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. We know what happened after the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Speaking of the Eagles, our next game. Eagles and Falcons, uh, one o'clock kickoff. Falcons are favored by three. I'm going to start with Justin here. Are you taking the Eagles in three? Or are you saying the Falcons win? You know, I like the Eagles in this game, to be honest. Whoa. I'm surprised they're not the favorite. Atlanta was so bad last year. Um, I know they're they're much, I mean, not much improved, but they did get the dynamic, versatile weapon out of the draft, Kyle Pitts. Um, so there's an addition there, but... Uh, I'm a fan of Jalen Hurts, so I think he'll he'll go out and get the job done, and they'll score some points. Um, and they're the they're the underdogs, so they'll plus three. Okay. Take that. Taking the Eagles and the points. How about you, Chad? I'm also taking the Eagles. Um, I think they're just overall the better team. I mean, Atlanta's got good pieces. Don't get me wrong. I think Calvin Ridley's gonna have a great year this year, along with Kyle Pitts. But I'm a, I'm I'm huge on. <laughs> I'm, hold on. I'm changing this music. This is terrible. Oh, my God. Jesus. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm uh, I'm huge on Jalen Hurts. And we'll get, you know, you you have other segments or not segments, but like categories that we're going to put players in. And, and I'll go down further in, in in my analysis of him. But, yeah, I, I'm, I'm taking the Eagles right now. That's a little bit better. That's a classic I'm going back to. Uh, coffee house jazz by the way uh, i am going to take the eagles as well i think it's gonna be a great game actually i'm gonna go with justin as well i'm taking the eagles uh in this one i know they're on the road but um i think they're this is you know early on they're going to be healthy so i think they're going to be able to hold up i think the eagles are one of the upsets of the week i'm taking the eagles on the road give me them the points uh we'll go to the next one here one of the big games of the week the steelers in buffalo taking on the bills bills favored by six and a half chad are you taking the steelers Plus six and a half. Are you taking Buffalo? I think I'm going to take Buffalo. Uh, Pittsburgh is going to get carried. I think I think the majority of their wins are going to come from defense because that defense isn't isn't any joke whatsoever. Uh, the offensive side of the ball is going to be a work in progress, but as we all know, you can't count out Pittsburgh no matter what. I think B- Buffalo though is is a team that's going to be set to make it pretty far. I mean, another segment or another category that you're going to get into later in the show. Uh, and they're one of my answers. Uh, I think they're a really, really good team. So I'm going to go Buffalo. All right. How about you, Justin? Um, you know, I like the Bills to win, but not cover. Not sure how well they're going to run the ball. I think they'll squeak one out, but it'll be a, a close game. I agree. I'm going to, I'm going to take uh, Pittsburgh in the points, but I think Buffalo wins. I'm going 26-24. I think the Bills inch out a win. I think it's going to be maybe a game-winning field goal or something. That's how they're going to get it done. Um, so, yeah, I'll take the Pits- Pittsburgh in the points. Um, go to our next one, the Jets and the Panthers. Panthers favored by four. Justin, are you taking the Jets in four or the Panthers? Probably take the Panthers. Um, I have McCaffrey on my fantasy team. He better go off for a, a big game. So, um, I think they're the better team right now. They have a lot of weapons on offense um, and a young core defensively that's you know up and coming. The Jets, you know, I think, I think they drafted their um, their next franchise quarterback, but they have a lot of building to do. So, yeah. How about you, Chad? Yeah, I'm going uh, Panthers as well. I mean, the Panthers weren't even a bad team last year, 
and they had I mean they had Teddy and Teddy Bridgewater running the running the show, but didn't have Christian McCaffrey in the majority of the year. Um, so I think the Panthers could be a legit good team because I like Sam Donald as well. And if McCaffrey can stay healthy for the entire year, uh, that that team can get the job done. So I agree. I'm taking the Panthers. I think it's going to be 31 to 20. I think the Panthers win by 11. I think it's going to be a little bit wider margin than people think. Um, so uh, next game up here, the Vikings are traveling to Cincinnati, taking on the Bengals. Uh, Vikings favor by three. Uh, Chad, are you taking the Bengals in three points or the Vikings? I'm probably taking the Vikings. Um, I, I, I wasn't a fan of which, you know, hear me out. It might work. But going back in the offseason in the draft, I wasn't a fan of what the Bengals did during during the drafts. Um, when, of course, other positional needs were glaring off the stat sheet or the stat roster. Um, I'm going to look at, you know, the Vikings as a, as a lethal offense. Once again, you know, they got Justin's quarterback, though they could do better. Um, they have a top they have a top three running back in the NFL and Dalvin Cook. And then that the receiving core is still good. Justin Jefferson is another guy that I could could see having a, a real good breakout year. Um, the Vikings are a solid team. I, I think that offense can carry them to a lot of wins this year. So, hey, Justin, are you taking the Bungles or the Vikings? See, I agree with everything Chad just said. The Vikings are the overall better team, but in this one game, I'm going to take the Bengals. I think Joe Burrow is going to come out firing uh, back from that surgery, and he's going to have a good game, and they're going to go out and win. Wow, not just taking points. You're taking the win, the win. for the Bengals. Wow. Oh, but, uh, I mean, think about it. Ravens with all their injuries now. Pittsburgh, tough game against Buffalo. Us against the Chiefs. I mean, there could be a scenario where the Bengals are in first place after week one. If that, that based on your logic. So, yeah. Uh, me personally, I, like, I, I think the Bengals, I got to see them protect Joe Burrow before I can start being confident in them winning some football games. So I'm going to take the Bengals for right now. Or, or excuse me, I need to take the Vikings. Excuse me, I'm sorry. That, I got hung up on the word Bengals. Uh, got to take the Vikings uh, in week one. I think it's going to be somewhere around like uh, 28 to 20. I think that kind of range. I think the Bengals hang around a little bit, but the Vikings pull it out uh, and cover. So uh, next one here, 49ers on the road, taking on Motor City Dan Campbell and the Detroit Lions. Uh, Lions getting seven and a half. Chad, are you taking Motor City Dan or are you taking the 49ers? Taking the 49ers on the road still. Um you know, Detroit is a work in progress. I like Jared Goff, but their receiving core is suspect. I can look at San Francisco, and I can also see a team that's kind of on the on the border of being, you know, a playoff-ready team. That defense is elite. Offense got to get things worked out. Um, but they all, they have all the pieces to just see if it works, you know, works together. So I'm going to go 49ers. Okay. How about you, Justin? Yeah, I'm going to take the 49ers as well for the, the same reasons. They're just a solid team right now, and uh, Detroit's not there yet, but they will be the most interesting 2-15 and 15 team this year. Taking biting kneecaps off and all that. I want to take Motor City, Dan. I feel like there's going to be some toughness out there, but I got to take the 49ers. Uh, they'll, they'll, they'll cover the line, so I'm not sure what the score is going to be, but I think they cover uh, next one up here is uh, Trevor Lawrence's debut in the Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the Houston Texans. Um, Texans have been a disaster this offseason. Uh, Texans plus three. Justin, what are you doing here? Taking the Jags. Uh, they'll cover too. So, 
Yeah, I haven't. I have no idea what Houston's gonna look like. They made, you know, a load of signings that we haven't seen play. So uh, the quarterback situation is iffy. I mean, Tyrod's been decent throughout his career, but uh, they got Davis Mills, and obviously Deshaun's not playing. So, and then offensive line's garbage. Brandon Cooks, though, maybe a sleeper on uh, in fantasy because he's the only good player on the offense, pretty much. So. <laughs> Uh, I think the Jags have made a lot of good additions. Obviously, they're, they're starting quarterback going forward now. Um, should have kept Tim Tebow, but I'll go and win it regardless. My, my, mother's, my mother's devastated that Tim yeah. Tebow. <laughs> uh, whose mother isn't at this point? Uh, Chad, great. how about you? I'm taking Jags, too. Um, I kind of like – like, I'm not saying this team's going to be – I don't even see this team being over 500 this year. Uh, but I like the, the players that they have on their team. I've been a big fan of James Robinson just because of his, you know, his whole story of how he came in the league. I'm not a fan of Trevor Lawrence, though I am a fan of that uh, LaVisca Chenault wide receiver. Oh, yeah. uh, he's he, He's been a guy that I picked up in the majority of my fantasy leagues. I think he'll have a really good year. And they actually have a – I mean, I don't like Trevor Lawrence, but he's a real good quarterback. And I think Jacksonville will get wins out of that by itself. So – Here's what I'm going to say. I am going to say the Jaguars win, but I think the Texans are going to get, it's going to be a three point game. So I think it's going to be a push on that bet. I think it's going to be like a 27, 24. I feel like, you know, Trevor Lawrence could be some, some rookie issues in this first game. Uh, and the Jaguars will find a way to win it, but it's going to be close. than you think, I think the three point line is going to be what the score is going to be. The differential is going to be three points. Uh, Tyrod scoring 24 points. I'm not saying 24. Somehow, hypothetically, it's going to be a three-point game. Um, that's just what I think. Um, let's get to the next game here. The Seahawks traveling to Indianapolis, taking on the Colts. Colts plus three here. Seahawks favored by three. Chad, what are you taking here? Taking the Seahawks. Um, Colts defense. It's going to be a close game, though. Colts defense is legit. Um, but I don't know. Something about Russell Wilson. I know he has his off games and such, but first game of the year and and Indianapolis, though they do have the quarterback quarterback spot like figured out, they really don't, in my opinion, uh, or just yet. So I'm going to take uh, my my brain sitting a blank. Whatever team I just said, Seahawks. <laughs> Seahawks. Yes. How about you, Justin? So Wentz is out, right? No, he's starting week one. Oh, he's he's playing. Okay, playing. Um, doesn't make a difference. I'm still. <laughs> you say don't Seahawks. matter. Don't matter. <laughs> Well, I'm going, to differ, I'm going to disagree with all of you. I think the Colts are going to win week one. Uh, they're going to beat the Seahawks, and I feel like that defense is going to create some havoc. And uh, I, I think I the Colts are, Colts are going to win in a close one at home uh, and kick off the Carson Wentz there in Indianapolis just fine. So I'm going to take the Colts in the upset. Uh, Justin, we'll start with you in the next one here. This is one of the games that I'm really looking forward to watching as well. Uh, Cardinals at the Titans. Titans favored by three. What are you doing here? Ooh, I like this. I like this game. There's two up-and-coming teams uh, who made a lot of moves in the offseason. So I think uh, Tennessee has a pretty proven winning formula of hand the ball off to Derrick Henry 30 times, and then Tannehill kind of benefits from that because there's not a lot of pressure on him, and uh, the field's wide open for him. So hard to pick against them, but I'm going to go with the Cardinals um, given how stacked – their offenses now and even uh, some of the additions they made on defense. I think they're a solid team. And it's going to be their breakout year that everybody thought they were going to have last year. 
I was going to go Cardinals because I think, you know, a, a feeling way down, way down is that it's going to take some time for these guys to mesh together, meaning Julio Jones, A.J. Brown, um, and Ryan Tannehill. Though I'm going to take Titans still. I think that team is on offense is too low. I think it's going to be an offensive battle, and that's no shade against both defenses. I just think the offensive side of the ball is going to be the dominant force in this Um it could be a high-scoring game, but I, I also do think it's going to be pretty close, but I'm taking Titans. Um, this one's tough for me to pick from. Uh, while they did bring in Julio Jones, and I know the Titans brought in Bud Dupree, they also lost some pieces on that defense, so I think there's going to be some issues. Um, this is tough. I mean, but it's in Tennessee. You know, I, I'm, I'm going to take the Cardinals in the points. I think it'll be a close game. Maybe the Titans win, but it's going to be close. So I'll, I'll take the Cardinals in the points. Uh, then the next one here, the game that I thought was going to be the, my uh, key game to watch, Chargers in Washington taking on the football team or the Presidents or the Red Hogs or whatever the hell they're going to be called in, in a year or two. I don't know. Uh, Washington favored by one. Chad, what are you taking here? Taking, well, uh, I was going to call them. Wait, they are Los Angeles, right? Los Angeles Chargers. Taking, <laughs> taking the Chargers. I, I honestly don't think it's going to be a close game. Um. You know, Washington's defense is really good. I'm not a fan of the Heineken guy that's a quarterback. It's Ryan I mean, Fitzpatrick. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick. Okay, maybe maybe it changes my answer a little bit. It won't be a blowout, but I, I'm still taking the Chargers. I think Austin Eckler and then, of course, Justin Herbert, who's a a guy that's a, that's a sleeper pick for one of the things that are coming up in the show. Um, I think he's going to have a great year, and – and, you know, offense overpowers defense at times. And I think other than Terry McLaurin, Washington doesn't really have much. So, especially because Curtis Samuel just pulled his hamstring again. How about you, Justin? I've got Fitzmagic and the Washington football team winning this game. Um, he's going to connect with Scary Terry a few times across the course of the game. And uh, and you got uh, Antonio Gibson. He's going to make some big runs. So, you know, I think the defense is really going to be the deciding factor, though. Definitely. Um, maybe Herbert has a struggle to start his uh, sophomore campaign. So I'm going to take Washington. There's only one scary Terry is Terry two beauties. <laughs> I am taking the Washington football team as well. And I think the X factor for them, Logan Thomas, they're tight and very athletic. I think it's going to be a mismatch for the Chargers secondary. Uh, and I think Ryan Fitzpatrick, he's amazing the first four weeks of every season, it seems like. So I'm taking Fitzmagic and Washington by 10 points. Did you hear that? 10 points over the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, we get to take uh, T.J. Ward or Ron Rivera. T.J. Ward? Oh, you never heard it? You didn't hear it? That happened a while ago. I'll tell you at the show. I'll tell you the show. I don't know what that meant. But anyway, um, next one I'm here. The Battle of the Alabama alums, Mac Jones and the Patriots, Tua, Tagovailoa, and the Miami Dolphins in Foxborough. Patriots favored by three. Justin, what do you say there? Going Patriots. Mac Jones uh, drafted into the perfect system. Beats out Cam Newton. Uh, RIP Cam's career. Uh, Not true. I don't see him coming back, to be completely honest. Not true. uh, You know, Belichick went out last year, made do with what he had, and – back the Brinks truck up in free agency, brought in a bunch of guys, and they're going to be looking to contend. He saw Brady with all the, his success by himself last year, and he said, I want some of that too. So 
they're going to come out uh, ready to go and they're going to win. But you, Chad? You know, if if New England had Cam, I'm taking the Patriots. Oh, but I'm, I'm I'm taking Dolphins. You know that 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 division though will be very interesting this year. Very, um, very interesting. But you know, week one, week one. Mac Jones, Justin, were you a fan of Mac Jones when he came in the league? Nope. I don't think he was. Yeah, I was kind of shoddy in Alabama. So I'm not gonna. I mean, I'm not. I just think, you know, I. It'll be an even game. It'll be a close game, I think. But I'm gonna go Miami just because. Face this, taking the Patriots, and it's not gonna be close. The Patriots will roll Week One over the Dolphins. What's your meaning of roll? Thirty-five seventeen. The Patriots destroy the Dolphins Week One. I'm taking Mac Jones. It would have be been electric Week One. It would have been. Oh wait, it would probably have been like, I don't know, like fifty something if they can. Fifty-two yards. Fifty-five, 55 50 yards. yards. Fifty yards. <laughs> Fifty off. yards. Eight for fifteen from from the uh, Chad, field. He, he threw for two touchdowns last year. He he was out for the majority <laughs> of the year, dog. No, you, hey, you guys know best than anybody. You're all you got. Your own player, your best player on defense was hurt, or was it had COVID and he was never the same the rest of the year. So you can't tell me I didn't do nothing. Yet he still finished with the tie for three, tie top three in sacks. It's hard to finish in top top three touchdowns in a in a quarter if you're not playing three games. Yeah, but because one of those players is good and the other one is not. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, I'm not saying I'm not saying Miles Garrett is bad, but I'm not saying Cam Newton's bad. Either. I am. But anyway, uh, our next one here. Uh, this is the one that Joe Buck and Troy Aikman will be all over. Uh, Green Bay Packers oh. traveling. Won't be watching that one, unfortunately. Well, I'm not sure. Is it going to be in New Orleans because of the hurricane going on? By the way, praying for all the the people that are struggling. But they was playing. Well, they were playing Jacksonville or something. Well, that well, regardless, praying for the people in New Orleans and across people uh, country who've been affected by Hurricane Ida. Um, Packers and the Saints. Saints getting three and a half. Famous Jameis's debut as the starting quarterback for the New Orleans Saints. Uh, Chad, who you taking there? I'm going to take Packers. Uh, it will be. I think it will be closer than we think, especially because Jameis Winston. I think this year can have an MVP type season. Um, but you know, you're also going up against a guy that's MVP caliber on the other side, and Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, Devonta Adams is probably one of the best quarterback wide receiver duos I've seen with my with my own eyes from when they you know actually actually play um, together. So I'm taking I'm taking Green Bay. For their offensive weapons and then their defenses, I think can hold New Orleans at least for now. You, Justin? Yeah, I'm going with the Packers too. Um, not not entirely convinced about Jameis. I know um, his upside, but uh, his downside is you know just as just as equal as his upside. So I'm not sure about him. Like just, literally, literally equal because he he's the only quarterback that threw for thirty and thirty. <laughs> thirty for thirty on Jameis Winston. But what if I told you? <laughs> you got, um, yeah, Aaron Rodgers coming off an MVP type season, uh, literally an MVP season. And now it's his, I don't know if it's confirmed or not, but it's the last dance kind of year for him uh, in Green Bay. So, well, him and Vontae. Yeah. They'll leave so. together. They'll go together. Denver Broncos, watch out. Just saying. Book it. 
Uh, I'll take the Packers as well. I think the Saints, like, I think Jameis Winston, look, he can finally see now. He had surgery to fix his eyesight, even though he threw for 30 touchdowns and he couldn't see. That's impressive, <laughs> you know, but um, I'm going to I'm gonna take the Packers. I think the Saints, without Michael Thomas, uh, it's going to be a little bit tougher, so I'm going to take the Packers in a, a closer one than people think, but I'm going to take the Packers. They got it. Slant boy. That's your slants. But Check down, from, King. He's a Buckeye. Can't, can't hate on him too much. If if he's a crybaby, I'm not going back. I'm I'm not going back to. I am going back to it. If if Cam and Mike Thomas were on the same team, they'd win that, a Super Bowl because be you got because you got check wow. down King, check down King, Cam Newton, and Mister Slants, and it's five yard passes to the end zone every time. Every, every yeah, maybe that's what the Saints should do. Yeah. If James doesn't work pick out, pick up Cam Newton. Pick up exactly. Cam Newton. Sean Payton out there directing shit. Oh my God, he's basically. I mean, Taysom Hill can throw a ball just as good as Cam Newton. <laughs> oh, you know, absolutely. <laughs> Get a package in there with, run. They should have a package where both of them are on the field together and you don't know Whoa. which one they're going to snap it to. Whoa. The Wildcat with Cam and Taysom. I would that probably say that fullback that we had, that the Browns had during during preseason, that was the quarterback too, has a probably has, has, probably has a better arm than Cam Newton. Next <laughs> in. Yeah. All right. Our next one here. We're almost done. Three more. Uh, the Broncos and the Giants in New York. Uh, the Giants plus three. Justin, what are you taking there? Don't care about this game. Giants. <laughs> okay. How about you, Chad? I'm going to go um, Broncos just because Justin said Giants. I also think the Broncos, having Corlin Sutton back is going to be a big plus. Uh, that guy, if he can stay healthy, I think he's a top 15 wide receiver in the NFL, um, especially with the quarterback that he has. Uh, and, and they didn't address that issue in, in the draft. But they also got the best corner in the league so or in the, in the draft. I think that team ultimately got real good. I mean, even with Drew Locke, so quarterback. So I'm going to go Denver. I agree. I'm taking Denver. That's going to be uh, like a 10-point game, I think. Denver's going to do well on the road. I, I'm not a believer in Daniel, Danny Dimes, Daniel Jones. Uh, I know they added some weapons. Saquon will be back. Kenny Galladay, Kadarius Tony. But I'm taking, uh, I'm taking the Broncos. I agree. I think their defense is going to be too much. Sunday night football, Bears, Rams. Will it be the Red Rifle? Will it be Justin Fields? Who knows? Who gives a shit anyway? The Bears are going to be an eight and eight football team, uh, or eight and nine, I guess, this year. Um, we'll start with jo- uh, Chad here. Rams minus seven and a half. Bears, do you think they're going to cover? You know, I've been faking my way through this whole segment because I don't know what these things mean. I'm just picking teams I think is going to win. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm taking. Um, not, I, you know, you said it doesn't matter who's starting at quarterback for Chicago. I think it does. Well, okay, but I, for this game, like, I'm still taking the Rams. Exactly. <laughs> How about you, Justin? Uh, I'm going to go with the Rams as well. Uh, big addition with Matt Stafford. And then the last time I watched the Bears play, it was against the Saints in the um, Nickelodeon game. Yeah, the Nickelodeon game. And I remember betting Steve. I forget what the line was, but. At the very end of the game, uh, Trubisky threw a touchdown at the end, and they needed the extra point to cover and win me my money. And the time already ran out, and they were already losing, so they just didn't kick the extra point. So I lost. <laughs> so going with the Rams. Who's the uh, Who's the dude? The little sideline reporter. Oh, uh, Lex Lumpkin. He should get oh. hired by ESPN, bro. Absolutely. Excellent. I mean, he should replace Max Kellerman on first take for Stephen A. and Lex Lumpkin every every weekday. I'd probably uh, watch it dude. or to watch the first time he's it's on and then I'll watch it again because I want him and Mark Jackson. 
all due get respect. Him, get him on the ESPN <laughs> basketball crew. <laughs> yeah. Replace Jeff Van Gundy. I hate him. No, 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 no. Yes, 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 yes. That's the best. That's the best trio, he's a, though. He's like, annoying, but he's kind of needed. It is. It's like an equal amount of each. Like mm-hmm. my brain's a superior, and then you got like two fighting. It's like the dad and two fighting kids. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna take the Rams. I think they they will uh, they'll, they'll they'll win by probably about two scores. I think at home their defense is dominant. Aaron Donald, obviously Jalen Ramsey. I, I love Matt Stafford. I think he and Sean McVay they're gonna be the next Aaron Rodgers and Matt Lafleur. You know, um, so I, I just you know I think the Rams are gonna be in the NFC Championship game. Wink, wink. Um, I think the Rams win. You should have said like Brady and Belichick because Rogers on the floor. And that, doing... That's a whole different echelon. Okay, okay that's a sure. whole different echelon. Baker, uh, Baker and uh, Stefanski. I was watching the other day uh, somebody do a rebuild of the Bears on Madden, like an early version of Madden 22, and in the simulation, Khalil Mack had 43 sacks this year. <laughs> Be on the lookout in case that happens. 43 sacks. He d- destroys double, every record. Double the all-time record. Yeah, 43. That's insane. <laughs> and then the Monday night football game, the Ravens and the Raiders. Now, on paper, you think, oh, you know, the Ravens, oh, they're, they're the better team. But they got a lot of injuries. Three running backs are, are have torn ACLs from. They have three running backs with no ACLs anymore. Uh, and then they lo- lose Marcus Peters now. He has a torn ACL. So are the Raiders going to upset the Ravens week one, Justin? Well, all that being said, they still have another running back with both ACLs, and that's Lamar Jackson. So is Bell going to be the featured back then? I think so. I picked him up on my fantasy team. Because um, obviously Ingram's gone, Gus Edwards, J.K. Dobbins, who I picked up. Uh, I drafted in like the fourth round or something like that. That's unfortunate. <laughs> and then Justice Hill is either hurt or left the team. He's I'm hurt. Not sure. He's hurt. Yeah, so. so they have some practice squad guys and then Le'Veon. Yeah, I mean the defense is still pretty solid, but I'm I don't see how they're going to um, score that many points. To be honest, and Rashad Bateman, rookie out of Minnesota, he's hurt till week four. He's in the IR. Yeah, going with. Uh, so are you taking the taking the Raiders or the Ravens? Oh gosh, the Raiders stink though. Raiders plus four, mind you. Which, and by the way, I want to clarify something because I know Chad was confused when I say plus four. Which mean what it means is that when you're betting. When you get those are betting points. So if you take the Raiders when the game starts in your bet, it's actually four nothing, four nothing Oakland or excuse me Las Vegas. So that means if the Ravens would win by three, you would still win the bet It'll because be the money, Raiders okay. have the, the four betting points. So but if they lose, if they lose in general, you just lose it all. No, well if they lose, but it's under the betting line. Then so you're if they okay. lose, if they lose more by more than four, they're, yes. then you don't you lose. get it. Then, like if the Ravens would win by a touchdown, you would lose. But if the Ravens win by a field goal, in this case, the Raiders would cover, which means that you would win. So just to clarify for people who don't understand betting talk. But anyway, I'm going with the, going with the Raiders. Yeah, uh, just going up to Josh Jacobs a bunch of times. Hey, you're going with Mark Davis and hey, his, dumb hair hair his dumb oh haircut. His dumb haircut. Looks like they hey, took a salad bowl and just cut his hair. <laughs> hey, that's stadium though. It's epic. The Isn't he, he's the one building a mansion, right? Yeah. He built the Death Star, and now he's building... I don't know what kind of mansion that is, but good lord. Can't afford a barber? <laughs> well, what are you going to do with that kind of hair? There's fade not it. much you can do. Fade you, fade can't fade, you can't fade that. <laughs> <laughs> he's got the Drake fade with the, the heart. 
He's you, a certified you, lover boy. You can't fade that hair. I'm sorry. Okay, Chad, I, I gotta bring this up real quick. Sorry to derail, derail this segment a little bit, but I saw you tweeted if there's three albums that could be album of the year right now. Please tell me one of them is not certified lover boy. Um, we can talk not like after this after the NFL talk, and then we'll okay. we well, can sure. still record because I if people want to hear it, we can just call it an after show and call it album and talk about it. But I'm not gonna spoil anything. Okay, fair enough. Uh, so Justin takes the Raiders. Uh, Chad, what do you say? I'm also going to be taking not the Raiders. I'm going to take Baltimore. Uh, and I'm sick and tired of this whole talking about a former NFL MVP in such derogatory terms of a running back. The dude is an Sweet. NFL. The dude is an NFL quarterback. And he's an MVP. Something that your quarterback yet has have has oh, done. Oh my god. Yeah. If my quarterback ran a four-two, he'd have an MVP as well, and he throws <laughs> ten times better than Lamar. But he had, but does he have one yet? No, he doesn't. Put some respect on Lamar's name. I'm taking the Ravens. I, I, I'll take, I I'll take the Ravens. I'll take the Ravens even if they don't even have anyone else except Lamar. Look, Mark can outrun everyone on that team. I don't need Baker Mayfield to be an MVP. I just need him to be a good, solid quarterback and let the rest of the team do do the rest of the work. Lamar we'll needs year. to do needs to be an MVP in order for the Ravens to be good. That's usually what a most valuable player does. Yeah. No, in order to get them to a Super Bowl, like they, the team around him isn't good enough to get to a Super Bowl, even make it to the division round the playoffs, in my opinion. Uh, but he takes them to that level. That's what Baker, good players do, is you, what you I'm saying. You could put Mike Lennon on the Browns, and I still think they make the playoffs. Okay. You need to call yeah. that. <laughs> then, then you're, I mean, deval- I mean, you're, you're, you're basically devaluing Baker. Then I'm not that. devaluing Baker. Basically. You're saying I'm it don't matter if you. If, Lamar Jackson. How good of a quarterback is Baker to you? Look, what Baker, he is a top, for sure, for sure, top 12 quarterback. Okay, well, if you're saying you take Mike Glennon and they'll still be in the no, playoffs, I, then listen, you know then you're I mean. saying no, then you're you know saying you don't need Baker. You know what I meant. That's not what I said. You just are a Lamar Jackson lover boy. I'm not a lover boy. I'm just saying. Yes, you are. You, yes, you are. It's about time. You love Lamar Jackson. You're, you're just, tired of all the slander because he can't throw a ball past 10 yards accurately. You, I am tired of the slander. Facts. The dude's an MVP. Facts. It's just facts. He can't throw a ball past 10 yards accurately. I'm not disagreeing with that. But he's still a quarterback, an NFL quarterback. I know he's a MVP. quarterback, but he's a running then back. Then quick on him a running back. He's primarily He's a running, running. back. Yeah, most of, we'll see this year. Is he not most effective when he's running the ball? Exactly. Is Mike, was Mike Vick a running back or a quarterback? Oh, he's a he quarterback. Can th- he can throw. He can he throw, throw balls yards. Lamar, yeah. Lamar can throw too. That's why he's a quarterback. That's why he was a, that's why he was a quarterback in Louisville and not a running back. Landry can throw the ball too. I can throw a ball past 20 yards. I'm still not a quarterback. Steve, you don't play quarterback in college, do you? Not in this Lamar. He plays running if, back if, if Lamar Jackson wasn't quarterback, he wouldn't be playing quarterback at Louisville at the college that he got then got drafted in the NFL. Well, college football is triple option. It's about the speed, setting the edge, not really throwing the ball that much. If you watch him in college, he really was not that great of a thrower. He was fine in college. In the NFL, he's getting exposed. Still a quarterback. We'll see yeah, this he plays year. He's a quarterback position, but he's not a really good we'll quarterback. See, we'll, see this year. Back. we'll see this year. We'll see this year because, in all in all seriousness, his throwing, though it's not great, and I'm agreeing with you guys, it's not great. It's definitely progressed over his time when he was a rookie to now, and it's gotten it's gotten better. I know you can't teach throwing, you can't teach throwing techniques, but he's still going to succeed as a quarterback, as we know. I mean, he won an MVP, so we have a differing opinion. If you don't think he's going to succeed, you're crazy. No, I, I'm not saying he can't succeed. We've watched him. 
I'm saying that's why I just that's why I, that's why I said that. Not you because said of his arm, it's because of his legs. I didn't say it was because of his arm. You're the you're touting him as this great MVP quarterback, and to me, a quarterback needs to be able to throw the ball. You'll see more and more as quarterbacks. This is why you like Cam Newton. You'll see more. This is exactly right. I'm a huge fan of mobile quarterbacks, but you'll see more and more. You'll see more and more as the as the generation of players come in in the NFL is going to rely less on throwing power. You're going to see guys that are you know freaks in nature, like Josh Allen's a blessing for any NFL lover, Uh, a guy that can just stay in the pocket. But there's very little pocket passers that I've seen. in college, because like you said, a lot of these plays in college, you don't see the elite throwers or you don't see him succeed like a Dwayne Haskins, for example, or a Cardo Jones for guys that I've watched in Ohio State that have elite arms in college, but they don't translate in the NFL. I just Lamar's not a bad player. I'm not saying he's a bad player, but as a thrower, he is a below average. Great runner, though. Great running, like running back. Whew. Damn. If you compare any every quarterback to Mahomes, everyone's a below average thrower. Uh, did I say that? No. Did I say he, that? That's the ideal arm for an NFL quarterback, though. I would think. So is Aaron Rodgers. So is Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. Right, and and even Dak Prescott. For those for arm. those for those being ideal arms, those are way above average compared to other quarterbacks in the NFL. Okay, but, but if you have Lamar on Jackson's on legs, on the next team, Baker Mayfield's on arm on Lamar Jackson's legs. That's 2016 Cam right there on the next team. Well, that was the last Maybe. game, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> last game. Yeah. Thank the thank the Lord, or else we would just, we would just go. We would throw fists. <laughs> that was. I remember when I said that would be a five to ten minute segment. It was like what, about 20? a half yeah. hour ago. That was a half hour ago. So, but anyway, you know, whatever. So that was the first edition, and maybe the only edition of Take the Line, sponsored by Who Chad ourselves we'll 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 zip through these other ones we'll make it quick we'll make it quick that's it for the music below average on the music today too i'm sorry that's on me yeah it doesn't coffee house jazz just wasn't hitting right today so uh, that was take the line uh a little rough there but we picked it up so let's go through these real quick okay so these are our preseason postseason predictions um and we'll, we'll, we'll get through these pretty quick because I know people are probably getting irritated of listening to me. So um, we'll start with this, this simple question here. Um, we'll start with Justin first. You're saying it now. We're going to check back once the season's over. Your MVP this season will be Justin. Okay. Quick, quick preface here. I picked uh, Aaron Rodgers. It was about week three or week four, and it ended up happening. So it won't be him. I think it'll be Josh Allen this year. Chad? You took mine, to be honest, but I don't want to be the same. I'm going to go dark, 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 dark horse. Um, I'm a big believer in Justin Herbert, so I'm taking Justin Herbert. I think he's, based off last year, I know it's a small sample size, but if he gets the Chargers remotely into the playoffs or farther, which I think he has a talent to and the talent around him to, uh, I don't think there can't be an argument for him. I, uh, I promise you I didn't uh, just copy, but I had it going in. I had Josh Allen win the MVP as well. I think Buffalo's going to be be right there, so I'm going to take Josh Allen. Coach of the year, Chad. Give me, uh, go to Justin. All right, we'll go to Justin first. Bill right, Belichick. Bill, Bill Belichick. Taking his team back to the playoffs this year. 
I'll, I'll let Chad think a little more. Justin, quick copying me. I'm taking Bill Belichick too. That's solid. solid there's thing. something also, about. I, there's a gut feeling that I think the Patriots going to be really damn good this year. Me too. And also, like to go back a little bit for the MVP, I'm not surprised. I won't be surprised if Brady is up there too, at age 44. That'd be something. What if he has like a like his best statistical year at 44 years old? If he throws for 60 touchdowns, holy shit! (laughs) And runs for a thousand yards because he got faster in the offseason. He's faster than Lamar. (laughs) Um, (laughs) that TB12 method's paying off. Imagine that. (laughs) That'd be something. (laughs) I would be. Wow, that'd be something. (laughs) Steve just spits on his screen. I I did. You saw that, did you? Uh Uh, how about you, Chad? Who's coach of the year? I'm going Bill Bo. No, I'm not going Bill Belichick. I'm going to go um, Sean McDermott. I mean, you guys had Josh Allen as your MVP favorites, and I think that Bills is a legit team to be Super Bowl contenders in the AFC, out of the AFC. Um, got all the talent, and they showed it last year before losing to Kansas City. But, yeah, I'm going to go Shawnee. Shawnee. I'm sorry, I took a swig of water there. Uh, let's go defensive player of the year. We'll start with Chad. Man, go to Justin. Let's <laughs> <laughs> start with Justin again. Oh, man. Do I want to be? Don't be a homer. I really want to. Um, you know, I'll go TJ Watt, to be honest. That, the man's just unstoppable. All right, I, said don't, I said don't be a homer so I can be a homer. Or a homer in quotations. I'm going to go Miles Garrett. I agree. Taking Miles as well. You took the words right out of my mouth. No Miles Garrett, rookie of the year, Justin. Oh, geez. Uh, it's probably it's probably it's probably going to be a quarterback. Uh, it has been pretty much except for the year Baker was a, a rookie and Saquon got it for some reason. But um, yeah, you know I'm I'll just go with the obvious. I'll go with Trevor Lawrence over Mackie Mac. Yeah. I'll probably go Lawrence too, even though I like to see a non-quarterback win it. But I'll go. I love Trace. I would love Trace Sermon to win it, to be honest. I think that'd be dope. But I'm gonna go Lawrence. Take it back, Jones. I think he just fits the Patriot way. You know, I think they're gonna make him the most efficient quarterback out of the rookie class. And I think Mac Jones gets the, the rookie of the year. I don't know why. Uh and then our final award we can pick uh is the comeback player of the year award. We'll start with Justin. <laughs> This is the only one um, I had an answer for. So this is interesting. <laughs> I guess we can start with you know, Chad if you want. There's no I have two in my mind. One might be yours. So I'll go with uh the dark horse one is Carson Wentz, but I'm not gonna go with that because you know he had some issues last year and he's in a better system now. But I'll go with McCaffrey, I think. Uh, just coming back from his injury, he'll be back to where he was. That's a real good pick. I didn't even think about that. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm sticking with my with Dak Prescott. Um, I think I think he has a candidate to be an offensive player of the year too. Uh, I mean that that Cowboys team, as much as we joke around about it, that offense is becoming more and more, more and more. I don't know what word I want to use because the last time I used a word here before it was like maybe close to a year ago when we were talking about the whole Chris Paul thing, and the one word got. You know, it took me a long ways. So, I mean, you know, screw it, I'm going to use it. I think that offense is becoming more and more lethal um, as an NFL team. As I said before, the wideouts, and then, of course, the top, in my opinion, top five running back in the league. That defense has to sure it up, and that was their issue last, last year. But I think they would have been a considerably better team 
if Dak was healthy all year. But I'm going to go Dak, comeback, play of the year. That rhymes. That's kind of funny. You're really selling the Cowboys, aren't you? You should be a salesman. Uh, I don't know if this would really classify because he kind of he played half a season last year. But I'm taking Joe Burrow. I think Joe Burrow's going to come back player of the year. I think I, I, I hope that off. Well, when they play the Browns, I hope not. But when they're not playing the Browns, I hope that offensive line can hold up for him. He's got weapons: Tyler Boyd, Jamar Chase, the rookie out of LSU. Um, they have T. Higgins. They got Joe Mixon in the backfield. I feel like uh, if they can keep him upright enough, I think Joe Burrow can use his talents well, and I think he'll win comeback player of the year. I think the Bengals will be better than you think. So, a good Not a good pick. You guys are picking players I even think of. Right. Um, so now we'll go real quick. Uh, best fantasy player this year will be Justin. Well, I'm hoping since I took him, it'll be Christian McCaffrey. Um, in PPR leagues, I'm going to focus on wideouts. I think wideouts are more important than running backs in a way. I mean, McCaffrey, of course, is important because he's a receiving back and a rushing. I think I think Justin Jefferson has the potential to be the best wide receiver in the NFL next, this upcoming year. Um, my team as well. I think he can have a breakout year, but not only a breakout year, but a career year. I know his career is, you know, hasn't been that long, but um, – you know, he's got all the tools around him. You got a good running back behind you that can balance your offense. And then we all know his talent um, that he has right now. So I'm going to go Justin Jefferson. I think Josh Allen. I got to go with the guy who I thought would be MVP. I think he'll just be electric every week. Um, I'll take Josh Allen. Two more things, and then we can be done with the show. Um, your one sleeper team this year. We'll start with Chad. <clears throat> Yeah. Sleeper. Leave. Sleeper. Night night. Um I don't know because I don't I feel like all the teams that I'm thinking of are like actually low key good. I could say the Bengals. Um because you know our division, you know, with Baltimore going down, uh with, with numerous players that were important. The Bengals have a legitimate shot of, you know, not winning the division, but being better than what people what most people think. And that's what I look at for a sleeper. A uh, team that going into the year, they don't look like they're going to be anything, and they, they turn out to be something pretty good. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go to Cincinnati. I think they got pretty good pieces. Justin, sleeper team. Um, you know my sleeper team. It was going to be New England, but I think we've all woken up to them, and we all I think we know they're coming. So I'm going to go with the Chargers. I think um, Herbert will continue. Uh, I think what he, he had a really good rookie year, and. Uh, They'll build off of what he has. Me personally. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jeff. I was gonna say I was gonna say my first guess or my first thing was gonna be Los Angeles, but I think I think Los Angeles coming into it is gonna be a pretty I thought they were viewed as a pretty good team. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, me personally, I'm gonna go with another kind of sleeper, or well, dark horse sleeper. I'm gonna go with the Denver Broncos. I think Denver, their defense, I think, is better than a lot of people are giving them credit for. And I think Teddy Bridgewater now being there gives them a, a just a, a placeholder that you can rely on to just be solid. And I think they have enough weapons, especially with Cortland Sutton, K.J. Hamler, Jerry Judy, Noah Fant, who I'm a fan of. Their offensive line is better than you think as well. Melvin Gordon back there running the football. I think, I'm gonna take the, I think the Broncos are going to be better than people. Think. I'll take Denver. Uh, and then the one team that you think is getting overhyped. So, Justin. Cowboys. Yeah. 
Yeah. Browns. Sorry. I'm about to reach through the screen and slap the hell out of you. Listen, though. We, you guys know as Browns fans, you guys have a little, little, there's not a little sliver of you that, that are, that's like concerned. Ain't one aspect of the team that's bad. No, no, no. Yeah, I know. But that's what we, that's what they all would look at. I mean, last year it was like that too. I'm just saying. Oh, no, 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 no. That secondary was horseshit last year. It was. Huh, we'll see. I'm not being. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that. You to might be, a be hater. off the show permanently. I'm not saying to be a hater. I'm saying to make it interesting. Plus, Justin uh, said Cowboys. I felt a shot coming every single year. Good Jesus, Chad. Oh my God, Cowboy, Cowboy, Cowboy. Uh, I want to say the Cowboys. They're going to win the Super Bowl again. It's no, like last year. They're not even going to win the division. Washington football team's going to win the division. No, I see. I legit like all seriousness. I legit see Cowboys winning the division. And the only team that would be second in there, I think, would be Philadelphia over Washington. Philadelphia? No. I don't know. I like Philly. I do, too. Uh, my overhyped team, I'm taking the Miami Dolphins. Um, I don't understand what they're doing with some of their free agent moves. Um, and I'm just not a big fan of Tua. I, I never have been. I, I just don't think he's going to be the franchise quarterback. Now, if they would have went out and made – or well, at the time – when it was still topical, if they would have went out and got Deshaun Watson before all this shit happened, then I would say Dolphins are not. But I just, I don't know. I just don't, I don't think the Dolphins, they, they, they'll be like a 500 football team, maybe a, a game above 500, fighting for a wild card just like they were last year. That's what I think. So. Imagine if the Dolphins got Deshaun and then all this stuff came down and now they're down five first round picks and have a player Ooh. that they can't play. Would have made the Texas, who's a, the guy, the, Nick Casario look like a genius. Yeah, and Easterby. Jack Easterby. Mm-hmm. So, well, I guess we can make our Super Bowl predictions, but I don't know. Maybe a little early. Save it. Save, save, we'll it. save, that. We'll save it. Cowboys won't be we'll, there in mind. We'll, we'll wait till the playoffs start. Browns won't be there, so. You might be right. They'll be in the playoffs, though. Confident in that. So, all right. Well, sorry for the 40-minute segment or whatever, how long Take the Line was. Um, but I hope you enjoyed listening to our show. Please get excited for NFL football. It's it's so much fun. Get, be also excited for college football. It was so great to see all the great traditions coming back. You know, jump around at Wisconsin, enter Sandman at Virginia Tech. Um, it was just great to see all the the crowds back and, and everybody sitting around. I know all the COVID Karens out there are are, are freaking out over it, but you know what? Uh, it was fun to to see college football back in all its glory and tradition. So, um. Enjoy football this weekend, whoever you root for, unless you're a Dallas Cowboys fan. Um, or Pittsburgh sound, like Steven, sound like Stephen A. Or Pittsburgh fan. The Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys. No, but, uh, you know, uh, defending champs are on tonight. If you're listening to this right now before the game starts, if not, then you obviously know the result. Um, wear a mask if you're inside or you're not vaccinated. If you're outside <laughs> – Get that shit out of here, you know, uh, and uh, do some good for yourself this weekend outside of watching football, whether it's, you know, going out, hanging out with some friends, do some schoolwork. If you're in college, if you're an adult, do some chores, do some chores or something. Go get a job. Go get a, go get a damn job if you don't have a job yet. I saw Mickey D's $15 an hour, make yourself a Big Mac. 
but uh, I, please go get let's let's get this economy rolling. Please go get a job. <laughs> please go get a job. And until uh, till next time that we meet uh, for Justin, for Chad, for myself, please take care of yourselves. Be healthy. Be safe. Uh, and, and we'll see you all next time. Take care. God bless.